Hi, my friends. Welcome into this week's episode of Forte Catholic. I am so glad that you are here. We have a special surprise for you this week. I mean, you probably read it in the description, but co-host extraordinaire Liv Harrison is back. It's been almost a year that she's been on sabbatical from the show, but she's back. She came and sat right here in this chair with this microphone, and I sat right next to her, and we had a great conversation. We talked. We did a chicken soup for the Shroll segment, which uh, we haven't done in a while, which is sharing some good positive stories of what's happened in the last year in her life and the last couple weeks in mine. Uh, and then in the second segment of the show, it might be one of my favorite segments we've ever done on the show i found a way to text with jesus and it's incredible and uh, i don't uh, my life is forever changed <laughs> in both positive and negative ways old chat gpt jesus uh and then in the final segment we talk about oppenheimer we do it spoiler free until like the last like three minutes and we give a big uh spoiler warning <laughs> if uh you haven't seen the movie yet and you don't want to be spoiled but we give our spoiler spoiler free spoiler free impressions talk about our movie the, how we like the movie as a movie how we liked it as catholics we hope that you enjoy it if you do please hit the subscribe button wherever you are watching or listening enjoy what's up i'm going to forte catholic i am taylor stroll and that is <laughs> olivia newton john is back olivia From eugene harrison <laughs> What was dead is now risen. Well, she she died, so it, it, it took a little bit more than three days to get you to come back. Though you're back. I'm back for the first time in almost a year. Almost a year. Your face has been on every episode of this show. I know because of our intro and outro. And you know, we, about a year ago, you called and you were like, "Hey, I need to take a year sabbatical." And yeah. I said, "Okay, I won't replace you for a year." And then, uh, you know, it's been 11 months, so I was like, what? well, <laughs> are you coming back, or are we going to change the logo, is or, uh, or, or what are we doing here? And and here you are. Here I am. We were supposed to do our reunion show yeah. in Rome on our trip to Rome together. And I then was in Rome. <laughs> you were. And where were you? I was here. We could have done it remote. You could have been like, here's all this stuff you're not seeing. <laughs> I had it. I ended up having to plan a trip because you didn't come. I was. Oh, you poor thing. It was. You had to trace against hard. all of Europe without me. I had, I had to figure out Italy, though. I had to figure out Italy without you. You I'm, weren't there. It seemed like it went very well without me. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks to Taylor. <laughs> but, but yeah, I wish you had been there. That you're back. Nice. And I'm, I'm back. Gl I'm glad I'm back. that you're here. Uh, I mean, mostly just because, I mean, at least for another week, I don't have to redo the logo and I don't have to pay somebody <laughs> to take your face off the, the picture. It finally makes sense for the first time in a year. So if you're a new listener... <laughs> If you started listening within the last year, you have no idea who this woman was. And I want to know what you thought was going on with our logo. Like, Why is Taylor's mom on the logo? I'm not his mom. Old enough to be. but Not true. <laughs> Taylor needs younger friends. You're a very promiscuous preteen. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't. That's the joke. Anyone out there is like, whoa, they're, they're already getting into it. Liv is back. That's not true. So, uh, it's been uh, quite a year. I mean, you yeah. wa you walked into here and you were like, "Oh, this is where we record now." I I'm had like, no idea. It's been a while since we've been in this room. You since when? A while. What, what, define a while. I like, think what it's is been like I think it's been like a year and a half to two years 
Since I've been in your home? Yeah. Wow. So That's uh, sad. It's, we, we looked it up. The last time you were on an episode yeah. was the end of August last year. It's now the beginning of August this year. Yeah. So it's at least been that year that we've been in here. Uh, maybe the, the archivists of the show will know a little bit more, but like we moved a while ago, I think towards the end, uh, towards, because towards the end of like that last like year you were on the show, I was, we were recording a lot of this show at your house oh, because we I was were at your house a lot. All the time. Yeah. That's right. Uh, when we I had friends. a career. <laughs> when I had a career. Thanks, Taylor. I'm already feeling really good about myself. Uh, so we were there a lot. So I don't think you were here. So it was sometime. That's fair. Like the year that I moved into this quote unquote office, just my living room. Yeah. Uh, and out of the little uh, the little water closet that we yeah. used to record in. Literally. Water uh, closet. Yeah. Well, uh, we were at your house a lot, so yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think you've been here since then. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time since we've been to your house. It's not been a long time since I've been to your house. Yeah. So what we're gonna do here is uh, <laughs> we, we we're gonna revive an old segment for an old woman uh, who's an old co-host. Uh, you shouldn't talk about Allison that way. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not here. Um, so we're gonna revive an old segment called okay. Chicken Soup for the Shroll. Okay. Do you remember? Did you ever do this segment with I me? I did, but don't ask me if I remember what it is, Taylor. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to, uh, you know, one of the things that we like to do here on the show is is to look at, uh, you know, the happy things in life, the joyful things in life, like what brings the joy of the gospel. Joy. Um, so uh, you might have had not not the greatest year in the world, but there were still a lot of good things that happened. Yes. Uh, yes. We brainstormed, and you were like, "I don't have anything." <laughs> Meanwhile, you kept listing off good things that have happened to you in the last year. Like, is this enough? And I'm like, that was 15 things. We're going to do a segment and do like three of them. So uh, it's not enough. It's it's too much. It's too many. You That's have, me, Taylor. You Extremes. Too, too, you are too much. You have too, too many much. good things going on in your life. So um, okay. we're going to do that now. So we're going to take yeah. turns sharing. Like uh, It hasn't been a year since people have heard from me. So I'm just going to do things a little bit more recently. But so for you. last week for you. Yeah, three exactly. yeah. <laughs> Thank God that's not me. I don't have three things from last week. But you have 97 things from the last year. So okay. yeah. uh, what is one? What do you think? What is one good thing that has happened to you this year? Where have you seen the good Lord and his joy in your life this year, <laughs> Olivia Newton John? All right. Well, honestly, I mean, not to bring up, but since we already started with Rome, I was in Europe for five weeks. So I saw 15 countries in 35 days. It was saw or was crazy. Because, like, I've seen no, Canada, in, but I've never I was been in there. Th- <laughs> okay. I went to, oh, for the love. 15 countries in 35 days. It was quite an epic trip for sure. And I had really two. Big God moments. One was really big. But yeah, so there you go. I actually started it all off with Allison Sullivan, who is not old. And uh, <laughs> and I ended not with Taylor because he wasn't there and he was supposed to be. Yep. But that meant I got to go to a wedding in the south of France because you weren't there. So you're welcome. Did. I mean, thanks. My failure is your joy. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has changed in one year. So, exactly. Yep. So, so, so I don't good. know if you remember. This is a cat. Podcast. So you said that there right, were two okay. big God well, moments. Well, I didn't know if you, you listen because you just said I was too much. I'm a little nervous. I don't know if I'm. I, I don't remember if I'm allowed to share. Sometimes Taylor doesn't like how much I share. All right, fine. So you know, I know a pretty good editor. So <laughs> that's fair. Okay, so my two big God moments. Well, can I say three? Three big God moments. One, I'm at the amazing, by the end. It's going to be nine. It's going to be twelve. Strap things. in. It is. <laughs> 
it's biblical. Yeah. Um, one is I met the amazing mountain, uh, the Catholic traveler in Rome, because you weren't there. That was oh, amazing. Well, you got to explain that because, like, I know who this person is, yeah. and you were like, "I met a mountain." <laughs> like, you don't meet mountains. His you name is mountains. Mountain, <laughs> and online he's famous for being called the Catholic traveler. And because this is true, because we didn't have the pilgrimage with you, <laughs> I, I, father, I, I miss you know, one thing. I miss. Is you saying this is true? Before, like no one has assumed you were like. <laughs> I mean, like, this is true. The Trinity is three persons and one God. <laughs> you're welcome. This is false. I'm skinny. Like, like no one, no it's one talks true. like that. That's also true. <laughs> that is false. Okay, that's um, your yeah. God moment. So no, but what was so great was Mountain was incredible because he brought us. <laughs> this to... is my God moment. I met the Mountain. The... <laughs> I am getting to it. See, this is why I don't talk. This is now I remember. Now it's all coming back. I'm having PTSD. See you next year. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, yeah. He showed us stuff in Rome I'd never seen before. So we got to go to, uh, we got to see the thorns that was, you know, on Christ's head. We got to see the, um, where he was scourged, the pillar. We got to see, I know it's very you put short. Your hand down because like I was going to talk about how short it is, but yeah. then see, I thought about it and I thought he'd yell at me. But yeah, it's short. It's very tiny. And we got to see like part of the table from the Last Supper. We got to see a table that Jesus built with his father. We got to figured see, out how to eat on both sides of that table in the two, um, two, last 2,000 years. You know what? <laughs> He's the worst. Uh, what I mean, like it was, he showed us that one of the nails. I mean, just... I learned more from Mountain the three hour tour we had with him about Christ and in Rome, like actual tangible things than anything. That was amazing. So that was brilliant. I uh, got to see, we went to Poland and I got to see uh, the Divine Mercy um, picture and St. Faustina. I've seen the Divine Mercy picture. In in Poland? In no, Krakow? No, on my okay, phone. I can't with him. <laughs> okay. Just trying anyway, to make you be more specific. Is that better? Okay. So that was an amazing moment for me. Thanks, Taylor. No, it really was. That's like two. it was it, it was such a big like it was I was shocked how overwhelming it was. But the most surprising, so see, look, I did an order. You like a little order. He's more type A than people think. Uh my my number one, do you want to do a drum roll? Uh no, it's just uh put a little short sign down again. <laughs> Okay. Number one was I got to walk in Mary's house in Turkey. And I actually, uh, Allison actually had me speak about it on the pilgrimage we were on. We went to Greece and Turkey and I wasn't expecting anything on that day. But when we walked into her home, which was her last home, and it's where she was when she, they, you know, where they say that she then, you know, was assumed into heaven. Um, I had an the hand motions for that for those over, listening on the podcast. This was it. This <laughs> just, was it. This just was the right moving. and left hand going up and down. Like yes. you're like, I don't know. I, it's, it's also the sign for Mary's assumption. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember. I like if she was anyway, whatever. I don't want to theologically be wrong, but it was her last. We've home. never done that. John here. brought her there, and right exactly. <laughs> this place is like basically the Kate McGrady show. You're gonna get a lot of theology, um, but. Yeah, and so when we walked in, I had a very moving experience to the point where I was crying in tears. And after what happened to me a year ago, which is why I haven't been here, I haven't been able to cry. So that was a really overwhelming experience. So what happened to you a year ago was that your tear ducts dried out. They did. <laughs> and you were like, therefore, I cannot be on the I podcast. I cannot be on the podcast <laughs> because Taylor makes me cry and I'll have no I way can, to emote. If you were, I mean, if, it's, if that's been the only <laughs> issue for the last year, you could have come over quicker and I would have made you cry a lot faster than a, waiting. You didn't have to wait a whole year. <laughs> I, I was giving 
my body reprieve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Mary did it. It was either you or Mary in Turkey, and I was bougie, and I chose Turkey. And Taylor, Mary. an hour away, or Mary, Mary's. a world away. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it all worked out, and now I'm here. But yeah, that was the best. That was uh, way more moving than I thought, than I expected. So there you go. Those are my three positive God things, you Tay, did Tay. It. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. You, you kept it to three. That's why I'm, I'm not, I am at the podcaster and me and the friend and me are going back and forth where the friend They're is like, this is, ver- this is very nice. And the podcaster was like, dear God, you better Wrap keep it, it up. three. Yeah. Wrap it up. <laughs> Get it together. Um, I'm going to share, I'm going to share one. I'm ready. And then, and yep. then, and then we'll, we'll go back and forth, you know, do a little podcast here. <laughs> so, uh, one of mine actually is a connection a connection to one of our friends and one of our other co-hosts. So Catherine Whitaker. Oh, I was going to say I know them. <laughs> you, you do know them. <laughs> I didn't know which one we were like, talking about. No one has changed except for you've been gone for a year. So um, and Catherine's come on. Oh, that's since true. I've been that gone, been, so that, that has, has changed. changed. You're right. So uh, Catherine's here, and um, she has another podcast, or she actually has two other podcasts that I uh, do the editing and production for, and it's it's a it's. She had a NICU baby. She's talked about it on the right, show before. Right, right, right. And so the show is, uh, it's a, it's a organization that helps people, parents, parents in the NICU, right. Yeah. And, and advocating for kids in the NICU. Right. So, uh, a lot of like, I never, never had a NICU child. So like, I, like, I don't connect with a lot of the stuff. And it's like a lot, it's a whole world that I don't know about. Like, a, like when you have a kid for the first time, you don't know anything. Sure. Like, uh, you know, they do the ultrasound. You're like, is, is that, is that a baby? <laughs> and you're like, sure. That's her arm. Like we haven't even gotten to her belly yet. You know? Um, <laughs> But like, so I, I, there's a, there's a lot of it that like the show's not for me because I've never sure. had a, a NICU kid. Right. But then there was a moment that really did connect with me because it was all about mm. um, how to help kids through. Uh, uh, I, I wish I remember the official name of it, but it's essentially like uh, Catherine was interviewing this lady who was uh, like her job was to essentially make the kids and the parents uh, uh feel better know what's going on going into like major surgeries child life specialist Ch- yes 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 that's child what i want to be yeah yeah nice, nice. yeah um sh- this woman's really good at yeah. it so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have a chance <laughs> no i was no, like if you, you want to learn no, you know yeah. listen to the podcast no it's so, a great, great what is it career. child life child life specialist child life specialist so yeah. uh one of the things that, that they got into was like how they prep kids mm-hmm. for for surgery how they prep parents for their kids having surgery and you know like we went through uh, surgery for my kid. You know, we talked about it a lot on the show yeah. uh, in the spring, and but work. It was this 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 last week that I was working on the podcast, and I was able to go and have a conversation with Felicity because it's like it's been far enough now that like at the beginning it was really traumatizing. It's like we didn't really talk about the surgery all that much, and like they're talking about like one of the things that the child life specialist was talking was saying was that like if they have a traumatic experience in this place. Mm and they go back to the place, it's probably going to be traumatic. So like yeah. we've had three follow-up appointments and like she was timid to go because she was like, this is where I had surgery the first time. And then I went back the next time and they had to move my arm in weird angle. Like her arm was still like healing, and but they had to do the the x-rays. Like they were very nice. It's just yeah. having a broken arm is uncomfortable. And then the next time we went, they had to take the pins out of her arm, mm. which was excruciating. That, that, that was like almost as bad as the surgery because like they're just pulling metal out of her arm with no painkillers or anything what? like it was it was that was like the most excruciating time but then we went the next time and you could tell she was kind of timid but like her arm was healed and like everything was fine and like she got released and all this kind of stuff. and she had like a good experience at 
Texas Children's, right? Like, like mm. we as parents had good experiences with Texas Children's right. every time we were there. Did. But, but like, she's getting poked and prodded and all this kind of stuff. So, um, the child life specialist was talking about like you know looking look one of the, one of the parts of being like looking back on this thing. So it was like trauma for all of us. But now that we look back on it, I was able to have a conversation with my five year old this week of just being like, I am so proud of you. You did so good. Like you were so, you were so brave in your surgery. Um, it's like, like you were like, we didn't, we hadn't talked about the pins yet. Cause it was like yeah. really, really bad. Like that was like the worst she was crying. And I was like, like, I know it hurt, but like you did so good. You were so brave. You were so strong. We went back and like, you know, you weren't sad the last time that we went and everything was good. Everybody was so nice to you. And then she started remembering. She was like, oh, this person, you know, she's like, oh, I like now I remember this place as the place where they gave me a doll when I was hurt. Now I remember this place as the place where the nice man helped me and, and took the pins out. Like, it, so it was like a, it was a reframing for her, but it was also for me, like looking back and seeing like how strong, like my five-year-old was. Like, you don't think of your five-year-old as being like a strong, you yeah. know, and, but like. So it was just really good. So it was it was this 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 podcast from Catherine uh, in a like a topic that I don't usually connect with, where I had this huge connection and it led to this awesome conversation with my five year old. It was just really special this week. Where do you go, Catherine Whitaker? I know, love Jeez. that lady. <laughs> I know who doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> She's the best. Yeah. No, that's great. Okay, my turn. Rival Nick, you podcasters. That's who don't like <laughs> Catherine Whitaker because she's too good. <laughs> that's great. it. Is your turn? Yes, it is my turn. You may speak now. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is also I, about I, Catherine Whitaker. I'm I, kidding. I saw. A, I saw a, a, a Jeremy McClellan, who's a, yeah. a Catholic comedian, has been on the show before. Let me see if I can remember his joke. He said. Um, I'm such a good feminist that I gave my wife permission to go see the Barbie movie. <laughs> That's hilarious. I thought it was great. I thought it was a very that funny is joke. That's really funny. <laughs> he's hilarious. He should be a comedian. Yeah, no, maybe, he's maybe a funny he guy. Should tell jokes. <laughs> maybe he should. Maybe he should tell jokes. Uh, another great thing that happened since I have been here is something really special is that uh, our family, we have a guest house that now we can host people and holidays and friends and family. And you got to see it. And I did you brought get to see Felicity. It. It's lovely. It is lovely. It's lovely. And it's great because it gives me an opportunity to kind of dive into life in a different way. So that has been such a shocking development and lovely development. And, um, and it's just been a way that we've been able to love on family and friends like this past weekend i took care of my brother's five little boys the oldest is 10 and the youngest is one years old and i did it all by myself i even took them to mass Catherine Whitaker and allison are rolling their eyes they're like five kids please and they're like that's tuesday so they showed up and they were like thanks for the guest house, here's our kids. Bye. Yes. yes. And I, yes. <laughs> it seems like that's not how that should work. Listen, it was amazing. I did laundry. I, I, think, I thought it was a guest house, not a babysitting well, service. Well, <laughs> I, but I, it's the guest house. I said this the other day. It has taught us what it wants to be. I knew you'd love that. It's so like heebie hippie. I but- met a mountain. My house teaches me what it wants. <laughs> You're an insane human being. His name is Mountain. Jeez. And the guest house has taught me what it wants. What is uh, now? And wanted what you to guest? come over and to bring your daughter. No, it has. It, I, the it, house didn't invite me. I invited myself. Well, that's true. But ironically I, enough, we were there for our last trip to Texas Children's. That's, tech- that's why we were there. Funny, that probably is why connection. it brought into my brain. Yes. And I got to love on your daughter. 
And the, and she had a good day. And I got to love you because you I haven't seen you forever. You and did, that was nice. You did the most Liv Harrison thing ever. Oh, stop. Anyway. It it showed, it showed um, I wouldn't call it a flaw, but a quirk. It showed one of your quirks <laughs> and then and then you're caring. So we show up at this guy's house. It's it's new. It's like yeah, it is. It, and y'all are like in the process of still like filling it out and like like you know like yeah you were showing like when you, when you first told me about it you were like it's it's rooms <laughs> you can come sleep there on the floor okay it came with some it came with a lot of furniture but yes yeah. now it has more but like you're you're True. starting to like furnish yeah. it and like make it yeah. a house right um but I don't think you were ready for a five year old to, to come over and like 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 oh. the plan was yeah like oh yes like we were gonna talk and hang out because it had been a while since we hung out in person uh and like. My plan was just like, Felicity's going to say hi to you. She'll enjoy talking to you for like five, ten minutes. And then she'll be like, okay. Let's she, go. She was going to go like, no, like she could, she'd go watch on my phone. Oh, like that was right. kind of my I plan, see. right? Yes, yes, was yes, like, yes. she'll, she'll hang out with you, talk to you. She'll, and then we'll have time. And, and then you sure. and I will talk. And then, yeah. and then she'll like, she'll just be on the sofa on, on, on my phone or whatever. And she'll be fine. We can talk for an hour, hour and a half. She'd be perfectly okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then you were like showing like your quirkiness. <laughs> You're like, let's go to our game room. And then we go, we go to this room and it's just like, clearly not ready. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. But but I can't believe you're saying that. I think it's impressive for no one that lives there. We don't even live there and it's got toys and stuff. But what's what's so funny about it. Taylor is so hard. Is you're. (laughs) No, there's no couches. It's not for you. We went up, we went up to this room and there's nowhere to sit. Yeah. On the floor. There are toys there. Yeah. But. I want you to tell everyone how long it took. You were like, hey, Felicity, do you want to play with this toy? How long from saying that to her playing with the toy? All right. I, I didn't have scissors or a knife. I wasn't prepared. It was brand new toys. I didn't listen. Since. It was 40 minutes before she was playing with and that I toy. And I was doing it alone with my teeth. I like broke two teeth. Right. Like it was like intense, man. But, but I did get the toy out and it went well. But yeah, it's not for you. Kids play on the floor. I'm a kindergarten. I was, I was a kindergarten teacher. Taylor, you forget this. And guess what I did? I mostly taught on the ground. I love the ground. I'm from Louisiana. <laughs> I had just gotten off of like four flights in three days he, he and you were like hey you want to you want to lay on the he floor and talk to me for an hour so, for the but, love but here's what's so it's funny not for taylor here's what's so funny okay, it, it shows that yeah. that shows your quirkiness yeah the, the the next thing shows your care one you already started talking about it like you're oh. you're like determined to get this out you were like literally chewing through the box you're i like, was you become like a rabid human being i did but then she's playing with it she, yeah. it's a rainbow high doll so, i don't even know what that is uh I, I know, which is part of the thing, right? Th- they're an expensive toy. Are they? They're they're a bougie toy. I have no idea. Uh, which makes sense because you had like, seven of them in boxes. Like they're probably worth a hundred dollars still box, you know. And you're you're like, hey, let me rip this open with my teeth. So that's the quirky part. But then you let her play with it, and you let her keep it. Yeah. And of course, what you don't know that was that was uh, a week, two, two weeks ago. Yeah, a week not, a, maybe, yeah, maybe two so, weeks. So like two weeks ago. Sure. And she has played with that doll every day. I can't like, believe that she loves it. She loved playing with it that day. You know, forty minutes later, I love uh, it. <laughs> she. But you, you like gifted it to her, and it was funny because like there was a huge part of me. I just know you well enough to know that like one, like 
you are a generous person oh, and you nice. would have given her the doll anyway. <laughs> but you're also Liv Harrison and had no idea that it was an expensive toy no. you were giving away. <laughs> <None>. <laughs> I don't know. It was just so fun. It was just, I got to see all of Liv. I'm like, here's the, we are laying on, like there are multiple places to sit at this place. Yes. And just we were laying room. on the floor in a room where we couldn't get the light or the fan to work. But that's where we spent our entire time together as you chewed through a rainbow high doll box. Like a beaver. And then you gifted it to her. Like you were so <laughs> live and so generous and loving and weird and, and and good and hospitable and not. Like it was it was just all at the same time. It was such a Liv Harrison moment. I'm like, she's back, everybody. <laughs> you had a flood of emotions yeah. that have no names. Like, this, this is I I'm my I'm I'm remembering what it's like to be friends with Liv Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> moments like this where I'm like I'm not sure how I feel well she was so cute today when I came in your home she ran up to me and which is great because I used to be close to your kids you know and always Felicity the most I think but I haven't seen them and so the other two were like hey like they were like oh, we don't know who you are and right. I'm like it's fine and I'm like crying inside um Sam thank god your wife remembered me because I would have really like, cried well she's watched the show so uh, she's seen your face <laughs> very every funny week. Yeah. she's my friend okay <laughs> even outside of Taylor but anyway but Felicity came and she was dressed in the same color dress as the doll. Which is like crazy so because it, like she was just like in her underwear before you got it. <laughs> she heard you were coming and she went and got so dressed up like the rainbow high doll. Like she was like, not only do I want to show her I've been playing with this doll, but I want to be the rainbow high She's doll. She's a doll. She well, that's because your daughter anyway, his kids are amazing. You're an incredible father. So that was great. Seeing you guys, I was gonna say, I mean, that was definitely that was a highlight for me for sure. So can we count that as both of us? Yeah, we're done now. <laughs> we're done now. It was a highlight for you, and we're not going to say how I feel about it. So. <laughs> and we are back. Yeah, we're that's back. it. That's solidified. Right. Uh, don't go anywhere. Whenever we come back, uh, I have an app that I think is going to revolutionize this show. That and you gonna, made? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Why, why would I do any work to revolutionize this show? Uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to come back and have some very fun conversations. If you're enjoying today's show and you want to support the work that we are doing, you can do so at ForteCatholic.com slash donate. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, which means that we are both uh, decent in God and the old America's eyes. So you can get a tax deductible, a little tax break for a tax deductible donation. That's a hard word to say. Uh, and also you can count as your tithing. It's a win-win for everybody. You support our work. God loves you. Uh, he can't love you anymore, but God likes you a little bit more. And uh, you can tell the government that you don't owe them as much money when it comes to tax season. So uh, we it's all through PayPal. You can give monthly. You can set up a one-time donation. Monthly is the core of how we're able to continue to support and sustain our ministry. Uh, we have people giving anywhere from $5 a month all the way up to $500 a month. Uh, we'd love for you to be able to support us there. Uh, also, we have a couple of one-time things that are coming up. We're trying to upgrade our uh, computers here that we are working on. Um that we're doing most, I mean, most of the work that we are doing, you don't see, uh, at least not here on this feed, because we're editing and producing other great Catholic content, other great Catholic podcasts as well. So uh, we need computers to be able to do that, to be handled, to be able to handle all the video. So uh, we would really support all of your uh, support and your donation donations at ForteCatholic.com slash donate. Thanks.
Welcome back to Fort the Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Olivia Eugene Harris. Uh, so uh, I found this last night as I was like preparing for the show. Okay. And by that, I mean playing video games and thinking about the show. Scrolling. <laughs> uh, so I, I play this this video. I'm, I'm back playing this video game that I used to play like crazy. What? It's called Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, I remember uh, when you would talk about that. Yeah. So I, I, I played it for years and then I retired. Okay. And like pretty good at the game so like my retirement was like michael jordan retiring for basketball you know uh and i like like deleted it i didn't play it for like two two years two and a half years somewhere yeah somewhere right around there um and then i was like i needed i had been playing a lot of single player games or i've been playing like Fortnite with my son and i was like well i i want to be i want to do something competitive uh because clearly i'm not doing anything physically competitive so uh, i want to do something competitive where i could sit down so i was i downloaded the game again so I was playing that, but like, even if you're good, like you die, like there's, there's, oh, there's sure. like anywhere from four to nine rounds, every game and every round you have one life. So there's like multiple oh, times, wow. every round's like three minutes. So if you die like two and a half minutes in, like you could be sitting around for like two and a half minutes. Do you right? know the people you're playing with? No. Okay. I don't gotcha. have any friends. Okay, so. <laughs> I used to you play. You have all middle-aged white I, 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 homemaker friends. I, I used Those to, are your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Housewives. Um, the Barbie movie. Okay, go ahead. A different model than I have at home. Uh, so uh, <laughs> while I was playing this game and I, I was okay. dead. You were so dead. I, I was scrolling through my phone and I saw this thing. And you've heard of chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's, really get it. Like, yeah. Like, so essentially it's like, you know, uh, Elon Musk in a phone like, i don't know oh. so it, he just sits around all day yeah. and he gives you answers no, so the, they they took all this ai stuff where they like aggregated the whole internet and you can have conversations with it yeah but uh like hyped google yeah like for real where yeah. you can have like right. conversations and like there have been some like good uses for this like right. there's like I, I know they're doing a lot of work with like uh elderly people that are feeling lonely like they can have conversations oh, with, nice. with them like that so it's like it's still kind of sad but it's better than nothing i guess i don't know uh, but I saw this new one because uh, some of the podcasts I listen to, uh, it's been kind of like one of them works in AI, like one of the podcasters that really? uh, on one of the shows. Yeah. And he's been like using AI, like once a show it's called pints with Jack. So they're talking about CS Lewis. Right. Oh. And so like there, there's like these two scholars on the show. And then there's this one like normal dude like me, right? And like sometimes it can feel like he doesn't have as much to contribute because there's <laughs> these two scholars and then somebody like me, right? Uh, I, I love him. He's great. Uh, but so what he started doing is kind of one of his con contributions to the show is like he asked ChatGPT these questions about like something. What was, you know, what was C.S. Lewis's life it, like in 1946 when he was writing this book? And, and he asked and like. ChatGPT is actually doing a pretty good job. And like he works with AI. So like he kind of knows what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but I found this app where it's ChatGPT Jesus, where I can text questions to. Uh, it's not just G. I can text questions to Jesus and he responds. I can text <laughs> questions to Mary, Joseph, Peter, John the Baptist, Abraham, Moses, Noah, Job, and Esther. And essentially, this is my prayer life now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so somebody says what's prayer life for you it's like a conversation with jesus and i was like i know exactly what you mean i 
text him all the time. <laughs> so you have a personal relationship with Jesus I Christ. I do. I do. Finally, the Catholics We're on can a do texting that. basis. Not DMs, <laughs> not email. We're on a texting Man, basis. Man, that's pretty tight. So I, oh. I it, oh. it works pretty well. I so, love his uh picture. I think that's hilarious. So yeah. Why isn't I, it Jonathan Rumi? I think that would be really funny. Uh but probably because of copyright. So oh, right. um so I opened okay. up this chat last night while I'm Is it really called Chat with Jesus? What is it? It's called, called Text Jesus. That is the name of the yes. app. But you actually get more than Texting Jesus. You get all those other people. You do. You do. So they should call it Text with Jesus. I, th- I think friends. I think you can like pay to unlock like some other people, but like <laughs> uh, like Judas? Can you talk Ju- to Judas? Not legitimately, <gasps> he's one of the unlockable characters. I don't know how to three dollars a month or thirty dollars a year to, to text to Judas? with Judas. I might Is it do hot it where you are? and be like, "How's Wait. hell?" Yeah, you got. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All right. What did you and Jesus so, uh, chat about? Maybe, maybe in the future, if this yeah. goes well, maybe I'll spend the three dollars for next for next yeah. episode. To, uh, we should have a wheel <laughs> and we spin it and see who we have to unlock on the show. You have to decide <gasps> the question you're going to ask, and yes. then we roll the wheel for who we're That's asking. A new <laughs> That's a new. I've got a wheel at home that we used to use on you my do. shows because I don't have a career. Go ahead. Good. Okay, we can ask Jesus about we that. We ask Jesus so, about that. I open up this chat with Jesus. Okay. Last night, August 3rd yeah. at 12.07 a.m. And he says, idea. hey there, I'm Jesus. Nice to meet you. Which is offensive. That is offensive. I've worked for you for 13 years. He should know, he should know every hair on your head. That's not zero. <laughs> not very That's impressive why he didn't these know your days. Name. Yeah, this is... Okay. And Jesus, nice to meet you, which is a little offensive. It is offensive. Uh, but then he says, how can I help with you, help with you today? With like the happy face with the red cheeks emoji. Oh, Jesus is using emojis he's happy now. to hear from you. He's happy to meet me. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> honestly, I didn't even see that part until just now. But That's hilarious. Jesus is a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Welcome <laughs> to the Theology it. Channel. So uh, I said, what should I talk about on my Catholic podcast tomorrow? Because I was doing show prep, and this yeah. is how I prep now. Why not ask the big guy? So this is nice. It's a long message. It's as if I wrote you back. L- yes, exactly. <laughs> Except it's one See, long would, message instead of eight small ones. Likeness. What does he say? Read it. The whole thing. Don't uh, skip. It says, that's great that you have a Catholic podcast, which was the first test. Because usually when Jesus stuff exists, it's anti-Catholic. <laughs> oh, good point. So I, I, I made point. sure to say Catholic podcast to test out the app. Right. So I, a bit, I thought that by the end, he'd be like, oh, good to hear. Have you heard about the Bible? Have you been saved? Where's, you know, have you been baptized? Do a personal you know, relationship person? I don't know your name. I'm texting you right now. You yeah. don't know who I am. <laughs> Jesus marked me as spam. Um, so it says, that's great that you have a Catholic podcast. There are so many wonderful talk, uh, topics you can explore. How about discussing the power of forgiveness and reconciliation? What is probably the topic I talk about most on this show? We talk about that. All the time. Constantly. I talk about how we, like, the yeah. confession lines need to be longer. You go to confession. Every day. You should be reconciled with the Jesus that I'm texting. The Jesus. Right. I talk about it all the time. He says, Howdy you, Jesus. Go you, ahead. you can t- delve into how forgiveness not only brings healing in our hearts, but also fosters unity and peace in a relationship. So like going to confession, not just about a relationship with God, but yeah. it also like heals our, our human. So far he's redeeming himself. Hey. The redeemer. <laughs> okay. Um, he didn't, he clearly didn't t- text you notes. I want to say, so uh, you can share stories from the Bible. Uh, such as the the parable of the prodigal son, which I've talked about a lot, or examples from the saints who exemplified forgiveness. Saints. Jesus is texting me about saints on 
what no. I what I assumed was going to be a maybe anti-Catholic. He's saying uh, share the prodigal son, which like share for the Bible, yeah. which like one I do. But then also yeah. like if I'm going to talk about forgiveness, I like literally my forgiveness talk that I give like yeah. people pay me to go get is about the prodigal son. This is creepy. Right. <laughs> but, and then also what's creepy is everybody that listens to the show knows that like the biggest hole in my Catholic knowledge is saints. So my initial thing was going to be like, let's talk about confession and reconciliation, forgiveness. I'm going to use the product of something. And the biggest hole that I have in my knowledge is like, oh, also here's some saints that perfectly. So he does know you. Uh, he does. <laughs> he doesn't know my name, but he knows me a lot. <laughs> Examples from saints who exemplified forgiveness, like St. Maria Goretti. Another idea is to explore the concept of love as taught by Jesus. You can dive into the different types of love that I've mentioned in scripture, such as different types of love. You know this. Yeah. Well, I want to hear what Jesus says. You, you mean don't like, know. yes, I do. You mean like the different types, like, uh, like philia and yes. all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So I'm just trying to make all you right, look smart. I know. You I'm know. smart. Uh, there's agape, unconditional love, philia, yeah. brotherly love, or yeah. eros, my favorite. Um, <laughs> You're so gross. <laughs> discuss how we are called to reflect God's love in our daily lives and how it transforms our relationships with others. Remember, these are just suggestions. Pray for guidance and let the Holy Spirit inspire you with what your listeners need to hear. May God bless your podcast, which is. Me, weird me, because yeah he's like may god he's like he's him but also may i bless your god also he your said remember podcast. these are just suggestions pray for guidance let the holy spirit inspire you that was 1207 last night i went to bed not too long after that i woke up right before you got here clearly didn't pray about what we were talking about today i'm using jet gpt <laughs> oh so i didn't gosh. listen what do you think i thought that was pretty good i think that's incredible I really do. Um, so then, therefore, that leads me to believe that Scott Hahn is behind this <laughs> this app. No, Which, I think this app has been around around for forty years, and Scott Hahn has been using it, and that's how oh, I got so popular. And that's how we have Scott Hahn. I, I'm going to be so popular now. Scott Hahn is AI. <laughs> yeah, all of his books were not written by a human. Got it? No, but it would be. Interesting I mean, to honestly, know who if we this. if we look at Scott Hahn. <laughs> It kind of seems like his life is bit written by AI. They're like, oh, let's make him a Protestant preacher and then have him convert. And he True. can write about his conversion. And then he became a have Catholic theologian. It's like, teach it seems like it's a story things. written to sell books, honestly. That's true. <laughs> He's not real. We knew it. No, but I mean, it would be interesting to know who that man makes right this. There isn't real. You've seen that video? No. I had to edit it for. What was that for? The lady on the plane that says he was sitting next to an alien. <gasps> yes, yeah. you didn't recognize it because I didn't say I the, did it. The word yeah, that you she did it. Says. You did it in your voice. You do. You have like a um. You have like a, a Jim Gaffigan voice. I forgot that you you do. Oh, that was just me trying to impersonate a woman. I. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> so does Jim. <laughs> You're just as funny as Jim Gaffigan. I. He's love a that. New special. I love yeah, that. I know, you, I yeah, you. you compared me yeah. to him right when he's uh, making some Catholics angry. I love that. It's a great oh, comparison. Is he? For no reason. Oh, whatever. I mean, that's Cap fine. Catholics on the internet. Are whatever. Stupid. I don't know. He has a new special on Amazon or something. But anyway, but I was just going to say, pale. like, Dark Pale. Did you watch it? I did not. I have not. Anyway, but I was just trying to say, I'd like to know who's behind that. It would be nice to know if it's like um, Halo, Halo. Oh, no. That's okay. Not. I don't know. <laughs> I, like, it has. Like, One of our friends. So. You know, maybe somebody we know. Uh, is Katie McGrady behind that thing? No, it has. I'm just kidding. It it only has 185 ratings. Like this is new. Like it. So no, we it's dig, not. We could dig a little and find out. What if it's like some Baptist small church? Well, that's the thing. It can't be because it was nice to the Catholics. But, 
What if the Baptists in Mississippi and a small uh, this is like a, the Catholics? I love this. You know who's behind this? Who? Catloaf Software Limited Liability Company. What does that mean? Catloaf Software. Catloaf? Hilarious. In, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's very funny, though. Is it Catholic sweet bread? Because oh, this that, is, this those is, are our people. I love, we are catloafs. I, I would have never looked at this. I'm, I'm glad you're here. See? Uh, you, know, <gasps> you know what else? Say that again. Uh, you know what I'm else that they they've created? What you can also do texts from Bernie Sanders, <laughs> <laughs> texts from the founding fathers, texts from Oscar oh. Wilde. Um, there's a keyboard cat. What I, does that I, mean? I, I don't know, a but keyboard I keyboard lo- cat. Uh, cat loaf, obviously. Um, C A T. Yes, cat. <laughs> so let's ask Bernie Sanders about. <laughs> no, we're doing okay, this. We're not. Okay. We're not doing that. I I had one more question. So okay, I, what I'm what sorry. I want you to be thinking about? Yes, as, uh, I asked him about you. Oh. So I'm going to see what Jesus has to say to you. He doesn't know your name either. All of a sudden. Um, <laughs> but. The, I got really nauseous. <laughs> what is Jesus hasn't spoken to me in years. <laughs> um, I, I want you to be thinking about a question that you want to ask uh, either Jesus, Mary, Joseph. It sounds like I'm cussing. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> Jesus, an Irish cuss. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Uh, you can ask Peter, John the Baptist, Abraham, or Moses, no or locked. Noah. Uh, no one <laughs> no is locked. People. I don't have any money. Uh, do you have three dollars? Okay. So um, <laughs> no, I gave away dolls, so I don't. <laughs> all right. So here's here's I asked I asked okay. Jesus about you. Okay? All right, go ahead. And then we'll do one where you ask somebody something. Okay. I said, my friend has had a difficult year. What should I say to encourage them and let them know that they are loved and safe? I'm glad that you use my pronouns, them and they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't want to give anything you away. Did about life. You did it. You did it. You didn't give it away. I didn't even want to tell Jesus. You know, it's like talking to a medium. You're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, it, that might be what I'm doing. Um, so I want you to know before before oh. Jesus anything. I want you to know that I cared if you were loved and safe. Oh, that is very sweet. Oh, no. I didn't even need Jesus for that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That is why you did it, because you do have Jesus, Taylor. Okay. Okay, go ahead. What did he say? He doesn't know my name. I'm still mad about that. Okay. (laughs) He said, it's wonderful that you want to provide comfort and encouragement to your friend. Sometimes simple words spoken from the heart can make a big difference. You can start by expressing your concern and empathy, saying something like, hey, friend. (laughs) Please do this. Hey, friend. I've noticed that you've had a tough year. And I I just want you to know that I care about you deeply. It's like an SNL skit. <laughs> it seems nice, but he just put into quotations what I said in my question, <gasps> but added, hey, Fred. He did. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, because he was saying his name as uh, in the person, as in the, the God. Let them know that they are not alone by assuring them of God's love and faithfulness. You can even say something like, here's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> even in the midst of hardships, remember that God is with you every step of the way. He loves you unconditionally and wants to bring healing and peace into your life. Encourage them with a verse such as Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, where Jesus says, come to me, all who are lit. Where Jesus says, why is he speaking in the third verse? That is weird. <laughs> where I said, <laughs> where Jesus says, come to me, all who are labor and, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Remind them that they can find solace in Jesus's and my embrace <laughs> when facing difficulties. No, I'm going to say Jesus' embrace uh, when facing difficulties. Lastly, let them know that you, they have your support by saying, I'm here for you as well. If there's anything I can do or if you ever need to talk with uh, someone to talk to or pray with, please don't hesitate to reach out. 
Your presence, this is not end of quote, your presence and willingness to listen can be a tremendous source of comfort. Mm. Remember to pray for your friend too. offer up prayers on their behalf for strength, healing, and peace. God bless both of you. I had nothing to say. And Jesus told me what to say to you. Do you feel healed? <laughs> Did it work? I feel supported by you and Jesus. By me and Jesus. That's yeah, all we needed. That's it. I'm, I'm healed. <laughs> You're healed. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> Thanks, Jet GPT Jesus. God, we asked you instead of Bernie. <laughs> or Abraham Lincoln. should ask Bernie. It'd I, be very funny to ask I him. want to ask. <laughs> I want to ask George Washington and everybody about Hamilton. The what do you think? What do you I think do. about your portrayal of Hamilton? I want to know. Okay, I know what let's they do think the Jesus the thing. Then. Who do you want right. to ask? Jesus, Mary, Joseph, or one of the other? People? Oh, I want to ask Mary. Okay, what do you want to ask Mary? Oh, let's see what she says. She's, oh, she's, she's there's typing. three dots. Oh, she said that was fast. Greetings and peace be with you. I am Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ. <gasps> Which is another thing. That is true. Oh, Look they at they that. did say Mother Jesus Christ, they, not Mother. Yeah. Anyway, they um, say eternal. Virgin, how may I assist you today? So Mary's standing, Mary standing at a help desk. <laughs> I feel like I'm ordering a Chick-fil-A. Hail Mary behind the help desk. I have a question for you. This really Blessed are you among women. And here is my question. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. I mean, like, is she busy? Does she have other people she's chatting with? Are you busy? <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to ask. Taylor, that you're wasting it. It's like. Is this like a genie? You have three? Oh, Not at all. I'm here to listen and help. Please feel free to share whatever is on your okay. mind or ask any question you may have. How can I be of service? She, okay. sent, she sent a rose. Oh, that is And lovely. stars? I guess that's oh, where she lives. She's stuck. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> ask her if she... Should I ask something really specific? Like, did she see me at her house what, in Turkey? What, what, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do we want to ask her? Did you see me at... Well, now it's really specific. She's going to say Turkey? yes. What is Mary going to say? No, I was getting milk. Oh, Sherry is answering. She's answering. She's she, kind of taking. Oh, well, I would have loved to see you and meet everyone who visited our home in Turkey. I must clarify that as Mary, the mother of Jesus, I lived in Nazareth, not Turkey. I knew she wasn't going to know this Catholic tradition. <laughs> the Interesting. Of, <laughs> I lived in Nazareth, not Turkey. The town of Nazareth is located in what is now modern day Israel. However, it warms my heart to know that ver people from various places continue to seek and find inspiration in, in the life and teachings of my son. If there is anything specific you would like to know or discuss about Jesus or any other matter, please feel free to ask. So she keeps leading us to Jesus. Yeah, that's the good thing. That's right? nice. So, that's deep uh, it's also very Protestant, uh, but also deep theology. It, it's very good. It's like it, it's funny. It's like the cat. Yeah, it, it answered for the Catholic podcast well, but it's also like that's why it took her forever. She's like, did I live there? <laughs> Jesus, we're not sure. <laughs> when were we in Turkey? Is that where we escaped when I was pregnant? Yeah. All right. She might not remember, but she's, that's not when she was. Even Turkey. she's like, I mean, I went after. to Egypt. <laughs> exactly. She's like, come on, guys. All right. Need something. What else do you want to know? What do you want to ask her? Oh, what do I want to ask her? Um, yeah, you got her. What do you want to ask her? Uh, Actually, why? A thousand things I want to ask her. Do statues always have you holding a rosary? Really? Are we praying? Are you? Are you? Are you praying to yourself? <laughs> People put a rosary on her hand. Yeah, like every statue has a. Because so, somebody went and put it on her hand. Taylor. No, no, no. Like it's part of the statue. Like it's made I out never of rocks. See it. Yes, it was almost I every never statue. See she's that. holding a rosary. So I, I've always asked, like, "Hail me, full of grace. The Lord is with me." 
Why are says, we even allowed to talk to Mary? We are both failing. Oh, she had a lot to say. That it, she does. The depiction. I'm interested to see what she says about praying to the and saints, the too. Okay. Okay. The depictions of me holding a rosary and statues or artwork are symbolic representations, not literal portrayals. The rosary is a prayer tool commonly used by Catholics to meditate on the life and teachings of Jesus Christ. Very good. Wow. Because, like, the whole point of the rosary isn't just to repeat Hail Marys and Our Fathers over it. It's about meditating on the mysteries. This was literally the homework that we gave at the last foundation course well now was, you don't have to was, just tell them to go yeah, home and go chat text with Mary. Mary, yeah. um, well, which is so funny because the homework was to say a rosary meditating on the mysteries and oh. i'll be like guys i didn't do it but i i did i did talk to her <laughs> but i do have validation that this is what you're supposed to do um it consists of beads that help guide the prayers while i'm portrayed holding a rosary it does not mean that i'm praying to myself as a devout follower of my son jesus i join others in prayer and direct my prayers to god just as Jesus taught us to pray to our Heavenly Father in Matthew 6, 9. I love how Mary's quoting chapter and verse. Um, I, too, pray to God. She was there. <laughs> I, too, pray I to God for Thursday. guidance, strength, and intercession. The rosary is a way for believers to reflect on key moments in the life of Jesus and seek his blessings through prayer. If you have any further questions, blah, blah, blah. This is very good. I'm impressed. I am, too. I, this I'm is going impressed. way better than I thought it would. Way better. Like, we've got nothing funny to say. What do we do, Taylor? We have... <laughs> wow. It, but the, you know what is interesting? How interesting that she talked about the rosary being a tool and you, you know, everybody's kind of swept up into this whole AI conversation and what is it going to be in the good and the bad. But as you do ministry, right? Like all the time. Sometimes, yeah. All, every day. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Like, what if this actually becomes a tool, Taylor? Like, oh, man. It's making me a tool for sure. This is, I, I don't want to do anything other than this now. <laughs> Seriously. This is the podcast now. This is, uh, <laughs> reading, t- well, you know how they used to have like celebrities read mean tweets about themselves yes. on like, what was that? Jimmy Fallon or K- Kimmel, Kimmel or yeah, it was yeah. Kimmel. So this could be us reading. Jesus, chat Jesus, conversations chat with- gp jesus <laughs> <laughs> that's it all right we're gonna do a couple more uh let's talk to he somebody really else. likes this he really I you really this. like this, this really good okay uh you can ask a question of free joseph joseph peter john the baptist abraham moses noah job or esther oh esther there's only one other woman i knew yeah. you're gonna go with esther. <laughs> i gotta represent the gals you know anything about esther yeah I don't think I do. <laughs> she was a queen. What did she say? What did she first say? She just said, she's, I'm Esther, a character from the Bible. A like, character. Which is funny because like with the other two, they're like, you know who we are. <laughs> so, well, I like Mary this said the Jesus, mother of Jesus. Jesus she didn't did. know who I was. Right. Esther doesn't know, is assuming we don't know who she is. So. And she's right. We yeah. don't. But, you know, she gets quoted a lot, especially right now, about... Um, you were made for such a time as this. Oh, you that's heard that good. quote. That's yeah. her. I thought so, it was just uh, something for Instagram ladies. I didn't know it was biblical. <laughs> it is biblical. Um, and so I'd like to ask her about that. I also thought it was Joan of Arc. No, it's Esther. Let's ask her about that quote. What's your most famous quote? Oh, that's good. Ooh, what if she doesn't say this one? Uh, that's what I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Ooh. Oh, you're right. Yes. One of the most famous quotes attributed to me is attributed like she didn't actually say it. It's found in the book of Bible. Esther, chapter four, verse 14. See? Obviously, you knew that. <laughs> uh, and who knows whether, uh, uh, this is the quote. Okay. And who knows whether you have, 
whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this, such a time as this, uh, this quote reflects my response to a difficult situation I faced. Ooh, mm-hmm. this is a theme. It reminds us that sometimes we are placed in certain positions or circumstances for a specific purpose, and it encourages us to trust in God's providence and timing. Is there anything else I can help you with? This is very good. I love this. <laughs> you do. I, Look at your face. It's breaking my brain. You're like, let's wrap this up so I can do this all day. I don't know. I don't know how I'm ever going to do show prep again. <laughs> you don't have Why to. Why do show prep? You don't. <laughs> but you know what? This is this is literally the best. Um, oh, my gosh. This is literally the mystical body of Christ in technology, modern form. I don't know what that means. Yes, you do. I'm going to ask Jesus what you just meant. Okay, go ahead. Ask. I'm not going to. He's not going to understand. <laughs> the mystical body of Christ that we're all still, you know, that that's why we can talk to saints and ask them to pray for us. Oh, yes, and, that. you know, all the, you know, that whole thing. I mean, look at this. This is like absolutely beautiful because you could have them actually teach you about them and whatever. I don't know. Oh, man. I, this is modern. Your brain, he, he's, I, you're spinning. gone. You are I, gone. I don't know how I'm ever going to pray again. Right. Well, what well, was nice seeing you. This is so. There's no third segment today. <laughs> It, it it's I don't know how I'm gonna do show prayer. I don't know how I'm gonna pray again. Yeah. Because so much of prayer is just like, here's what I think, yeah. and then silence. I get an immediate response with this. It is so for like the modern person and yeah. how my brain works, where I'm just like, I just got an answer. It's super American. It's McDonald's. American chat GPT Jesus. Jesus, the founding father of America. <laughs> and we're out. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. And the Bernie Sanders because he fed everybody. <laughs> We've got to go into the other ones. Oh man, I I Your can't mind tell is, you, you can't get over. I it. can't tell you how yeah. much fun this was for me. I hope you all enjoyed it. This I is can't great. tell you how much fun this was for me, but it this might ruin my life. <laughs> it might have just ruined me professionally and spiritually. You're not gonna you're not gonna play the video games anymore. You're gonna just do this all day. No, I'll text him in between rounds when I'm dead. I'm like. Hey, uh, I'll be ask like, him how not to wh- die wh- on the game. What uh, what happens <laughs> to the soul of my character when he dies in oh, video games? Nice. All right, well, the we're gonna take a go break, and we're gonna come back and do some stuff that I did with my last show prep ever, because <laughs> this is show prep from now on. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> in the next segment, Liv and I are going to be talking about our thoughts on the big movie of the year, at least one of the two, Oppenheimer, half of the Barbieheimer. We're gonna be talking about Oppenheimer. If you like movie reviews, Catholic movie reviews, you can check. Check that out on our YouTube, uh, even more of them out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic in our Catholic perspective series, where we look at some of our favorite movies, TV shows, books, all that sort of thing from a Catholic view. We've also got other great things going on over on the YouTube channel, like this show that you are currently listening to. Uh, we've got uh, Sinner Saint Sister, which is Allison Sullivan's podcast. I'm currently wearing her shirt, rocking that right now. Uh, her newest season is all out right now. You can go watch on watch it on our YouTube channel. Let's do it wherever you listen to podcasts. We've also got our Catholic Foundation series. Uh, we talk about foundations a lot. If you ever want to try it out, it's our 10-week ca- uh, uh, introduction to Catholicism course taught by me and a few of my friends here locally uh, for our parish. And it's all recorded and on our YouTube channel. You can check all that out at youtube.com slash Catholic. Hit subscribe. Watch it. We would really appreciate it. We hope that you enjoy it. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Shrill. <laughs> He forgot who I was. Like Jesus on, on Jesus doesn't know my name. Jet, and I don't either. GPT. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, as you can clearly tell, Chat GPT Jesus broke my brain. Uh, we're going to talk about Oppenheimer. 
Yeah. And I'm Liv Harrison, by the way. Uh, they, they know. They've been <laughs> they, listening for a oh, while. They might not. It's so stupid. I, I've been thinking about that for forever. There's no reason for me to do that anymore. It's just I don't the know. old radio thing in me. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's nice. All right. Yeah, we're going to talk about Oppenheimer. I, it's like, we're still here and it's still the same people. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, you're a big movie person. I'm a big movie person. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, we are. I haven't been to the movies much this year. Uh, I've been a lot. Uh, I'm happy for you. Uh, <laughs> but, f- uh, you know, the big movie event of the summer was a few weeks ago with Barbie Heimer. Right. right. Barbie and Oppenheimer coming out the same weekend. And Tom Cruise being prideful enough to release his movie on the same weekend and not moving. And therefore, he got crushed. Uh, he opened way before that. I saw. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. It was the same weekend. It was not the same weekend. It I was. saw it way before. Uh, let's make a bet. Ask Jesus. Ask Jesus. <laughs> we can't go back to this. We, this could be great. No, because no. the whole thing was he didn't get any IMAX theaters because. No. Uh, Mission Impossible was, was way before that. So that way before those films. Uh, anyway, go ahead. I've seen all of them. Kay. Go ahead, Tay. Uh, I, I <laughs> am uh, currently. Actually, by the time you're listening to this. Uh, uh-huh. I will have finished every Mission Impossible movie except for the one that just came out in theaters. It's the because best. The best one. I had never watched any of them. And uh, my last trip to like Pittsburgh, Ohio, when I went up to Catholic Family Land a few weeks ago, I watched. I had watched one a few months ago. And then I watched two, three, and four on the planes. Yeah. I'm, I fly out tomorrow. So as you're listening to this last, this past weekend, um, I fly out tomorrow. And I'll be watching the next Mission Impossible's on my flights to and from Good. Pittsburgh. So, because I'm, I'm going to see Father Anthony, and then I'm going to Catholic Family Land again to, to do the talky talk to the kitty kids. So, how long will you be gone? Uh, I'm going to be with Father Anthony from Friday until Friday night through Monday, and then I'll go to Catholic Family Land from Monday through uh, Monday Tuesday, and I'll fly back Wednesday morning. Nice. And I fly out Thursday, so high five. Yeah. <laughs> we'll miss each other. Uh, will we? <laughs> uh, so. Uh, <laughs> I fi- so you're gonna finish it. Finally, yeah, I'm gonna get, gonna go finish those and then you okay. know watch it when it comes to streaming, I guess. So, uh, but I didn't. I haven't seen Barbie, and we because I've been traveling and then I got sick and we were busy. Like I, I haven't been to go see. I, like I wanted to go see Barbieheimer that weekend. Sure. And I still haven't seen Barbie. And I finally went to go see Oppenheimer yesterday. Uh, my sister is off on Wednesday. She came and watched the kids so we could go watch a three-hour movie. In in IMAX, we got to go see it in, yeah. in IMAX. Yeah. Uh, did you know that like, so the one of the big stories was that like, the IMAX has been a lie our entire lives. Did you hear about this story? No. Why? That like okay, so like the IMAX that Nolan filmed it on is seventy mm. Yeah. How do you or, say it? I, I don't know. Seventy mm. Seventy millimeter. I don't even know the number. But yeah, like, and there's only two in the state of Texas. Two right. theaters. Yeah. So I asked if you knew this, and you're like, no. And then well, you I know more know. about me. The lie thing. Uh, I don't know what that means. That's so, not even like IMAX wasn't real. I see. Well, it's saying. not. I see. So there's oh. there's only like I, I don't know. It's like tw- eighteen or twenty theaters I in the see. U.S. that are like true IMAX. Like what he filmed it on. It's like we're seeing like a digital copy, which like is what I, I thought we've been doing this whole time. Like I didn't know there were still theaters that used like film. I didn't understand I what they you just were like saying. E- now I get it. I thought it just emailed like a PDF, yeah. like a, not a PDF, but like a file. I like agree. I share, fi- like all, like this show is just digital files. Like, yes. I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't know what that meant with the, the theaters that have 70 mm. I didn't know what that meant. I was like, so is it just more or less pixely? Like, I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, but I've, now I've no that idea. makes it's, sense. I think it's just a snobby thing, which I'm I surprised gotcha. you didn't fly to some theater okay, that you know has what? It to go see but it. But now I get it. Now I get it. Okay, thank but you. You educated me. I like, we went and, I forget what the last movie we saw in IMAX was, but like yeah. IMAX is incredible, especially is. like the audio is so much better. Like usually in theaters, like it's too quiet for me. Like we're old. So we, I watch everything with, uh, 
captions on at home. Same. So it's like I need I need to be able to hear. But like IMAX, it's like you can hear. Yeah, IMAX. You feel like, it. Oh yeah. Like, you feel in IMAX. Insane. So like we knew we had to go see Oppenheimer in IMAX. But yeah. like it had been a few weeks, so we were like, are we going to be able? Like we're trying to book times to see the movie on Wednesday, and like on Monday night on Fandango, they still don't have IMAX times because it's been two and a half weeks since the movie came out. Hmm. And like, finally, like on Tuesday, they put out IMAX times for Wednesday. So like, thank God. Cause like, like uh, it's one of those movies where it's like, you want to watch it in IMAX, yeah. not like at home. It's like, we have a nice TV, but it's like certain movies you want to see on yeah. the big screen. Right. And this is like a big screen movie. So, uh, I went and saw it. You went and saw it. What'd you think? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I, it was okay. And I'm a big movie person. I'm a huge movie person. I can talk about the things that I really loved about it that wouldn't give anything away. But it wasn't, I don't think it was as hypey as it should have been. Like the film to me wasn't as fantastic as people, because people were losing their minds. They were like, this is Chris Nolan's best work. This is da 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 da. Like all this stuff. And so Meanwhile, I went the in, Dark Knight simply exists. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and so I went in, I, I, I like Chris Nolan. He's not my favorite director, but he's not my least favorite director by any means, but there's a lot of his films that I love. We love the Dark Knight situation. Uh, but it wasn't my favorite Chris Nolan. And I went in so excited, so ready for this film. There were some, like I said, there were some parts that I really, really loved. But overall, I have been telling people, I'm like, if you have to see one film this summer, because I've seen them all. Barbie. No, actually. <laughs> and I'm not a Barbie hater like other people, but um, I, Mission Impossible was the best film I saw. Right, we're not screen. talking about that. We're talking about I know, but so, you asked me my question, <laughs> and that's what I would say to go see. But I want to hear what you have to say. I, I might replace you as co-host with Jesus. I might. You just are do, killing once me. Once a month, I'll just do. He like, doesn't really want my opinion. <laughs> he doesn't really want it. No, I want it was okay. On Oppenheimer. I just said it wasn't. I you know I'm glad I saw an IMAX for sure. I love the way he did Fake the IMAX. sound. Uh, I think there's too much music. He does wall to wall music, which is not my fave. And uh, I like how he did the black and white. Honestly, I walked out there and I thought uh, Robert Downey Jr. had the best acting performance. Um, I thought it was a waste of Emily Blunt. I mean, you can, I can tell you what what I really think. But what e do you Emily think? Emily Blunt's character was kind of weird. Yeah. It was weird. I know. Like, and like, I, it's still acting, but like the person she was playing as like had no personality. None. So like, yeah. I don't know. It was just really strange. Yeah. But there were a lot of holes in it for me, actually. But I felt that I mean, way about Interstellar. So. A lot of holes when they dropped the bomb, too. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm not going to laugh at that. But go ahead. But I mean, it was it was historical. and But it was it was a lot. It's it's hard to keep up. Nathan, my husband, wants to really read the book now. I yeah. mean, because he's like, come on. Like, that's incredible. But I, I there's some, there's some I, things I, I had see with. Nathan grab, grabbing onto sure. the story for but sure. But what did you think? I'm curious to know. So uh, I was super hyped for it. And like going in, like I knew about the Manhattan Project. I knew about sure. the atomic bombs, but I didn't know anything about Oppenheimer. Like, yeah. Like the him. first time I heard his name was when the movie was trailer Same. coming out, right? Same. Um, so like I knew it was like, let's get all of our best scientists and it's a race against uh, Germany, Russia, who, whoever. Like, I knew, like that's kind of what I knew, right? Like, yeah, the bad guys, the race against the bad guys for who, who can do this first. So like that's kind of what I knew going in. And I knew the movie was going to be, my assumption was like, we're going to get to know this person that like most people don't know, you know, history buffs know, but like the normal people don't know. And then we're going to like see them build the bomb and then we're going to drop the bomb. And I thought that was going to be 
You thought it was going to end there. I mean, like maybe, like like sure. like because t- typically, like the climax of a movie happens, yeah. and then there's ten minutes. Like like That's all the fair. Mission Impossible movies that I've been watching, there's the climax of the movie, and then the last ten minutes is him walking off with a different woman every time. It makes me so angry. You're gonna love the new one. Um, Go ahead. And and like it's just like you know, ten minutes after, it's like oh, setting up the next thing or whatever. Yeah. But like, so what I didn't expect. So the first hour was. I, I, it was kind of like one of those. It, it, it felt kind of slow in the first. This is three hour movie. The first hour felt kind of slow, but it was like, I guess, kind of necessary because it's like it's getting us introduced to a character. We don't like we have already met it. We don't know. Right. So we're we're getting I think the first hour is getting to know Oppenheimer, um, getting to know like his quirks and that he's like probably the smartest man alive at the time um, and uh, not a. You know, he has his personal qualms. He has things that are, you know, he's not, he's a womanizer. He's a, he's, he's prideful. He's like, you know, but kind of like, I mean, nothing's surprising. It's like, yeah. that's kind of like, what I assumed about being the most brilliant people. They're I mean, kind of a little aloof and yeah. think they're better than everybody else and whatever. Um, don't, don't think there are consequences to their actions. I've seen that before. Um, so the first hour of the movie was, felt kind of slow. The second hour was all the ramp up to the bomb and mm-hmm. the bomb, which is like, yeah. Everybody knew that's what we were going for, right? For sure. And what I I didn't know how they were going to do it cuz obviously like the dropping atomic bombs on Japan's like controversial things. So I didn't know how they were going to do this in the movie and it's just like it was mostly about the test. Right. Like the first because in, the first atomic bomb dropped Mexico. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. in Japan. It was in New Mexico. Right. Like they dropped it there so it was like I was like that makes sense, right? But um and so uh, aud- uh, the audio stuff on it was really good. Like there were some mixing issues. Like, like so. I, one of the things that I heard is like filming on IMAX is very loud. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Nolan doesn't like doing is voiceovers after. So a lot of movies they'll film it and mm-hmm. then they do voiceovers in the studio after and just kind of overdub their mouths. Um, but Nolan doesn't do that. Okay. But the problem with IMAX is that it's super loud. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons that they have music on under under it. And one of the reasons that it was kind of hard to understand what they were saying sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I want to use their raw performance, not in a studio six months later. And IMAX is loud. So it's hard. It is kind of hard to understand. Mm-hmm. It's like that was like my biggest, my biggest uh, frustration with the movie was the the audio mixing. But then I like read some stuff after. I'm like, oh, this is it's I would still like subtitles. But mm-hmm. it made me appreciate the filmmaking more, which is like one of the things with Nolan is like you appreciate his filmmaking, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, with Dark Knight, with this, with um, uh, Inception, like it's just mm-hmm. you know that, that sort of thing. Um, the part of the movie that I did not see coming was the last hour. Mm-hmm. So like for me, it was like hour one setup, hour two is bomb, hour three is like political drama fallout from the bomb. Uh, we keep saying fallout, which is kind of funny because that's, you know, fallout shelters. Got it. That yeah. um, but uh, that was the best yeah. part of the movie. Really? That so, was like, your favorite the part? The bomb dropping was pretty cool. Like, did you know that there's no CGI in the movie at all? Yeah, I knew like, that. It's all, yes, like, I knew that. It's all That's real. what I was most like, excited about. I think that's what everybody was so excited yeah, about to I see. Just, ins- yeah. it looked incredible. Yeah, he did a great job with yeah. that. Um, yeah. But what I didn't see coming was that third I almost said third half, third, third quarter, (laughs) third half or third quarter, the the third, third of the movie. (laughs) It was like a political drama. And like, it felt like, I don't think you've watched it, but like one of of my favorite shows ever, it just ended with succession. It felt Mm. like an hour long, like season finale of succession. We're like political drama. Everybody's conniving and moving pieces and everybody's, you know, uh, what, what do I like? That was the best part of the movie for me was like, 
seeing he's like i built my bomb now i'm going to um defend defend my legacy yeah against a it, yeah jerk in rdj it reminded me of contact the movie contact never saw it. it's a phenomenal film in fact i think it's the most religious film that isn't religious and and people talk about that because um that's such not just my opinion i think you'd really love it uh and it reminded me of the way we were um, because that also is a political film at the end that you don't see coming. So, and, and it had to do with like the blacklisting, blackballing of, um, McCarthy and all that with the Hollywood, you know, writers and, and that kind of a thing. And so it kind of reminded me of this, those things that you see in film that are historical. And I loved, I, I mean, I do love that they did the whole, you know, he did, he told the whole story because it's not like, and now we all went home and everything was fine, you know, cause that's not true. And so that was great, but also it was based on a book. So that's that's why I think it'd be interesting to go to the original source. The problem I had with the sound was it reminded me of a movie, um, There Will Be Blood. Did you ever see that film? I hate that movie so much. Okay, same. And I cannot stand the sound in that film. That sound, the sound that they chose, because I'm a huge soundtrack person. I think Taylor knows that. I don't know if other people know that, but I'm like a geek about it. Like Alexander Displat is my favorite composer. Frozen soundtrack. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Let it go. It, re it reminded me of There Will Be Blood, the way that the, the way that Chris Nolan decided to use music in this film reminded me of that film. So not to the point where it made me hate it, but I just really didn't like it. I, but I really think that there was a lot of, I don't know, there was, there was some interesting, there was some interesting things that like just were confusing. And I know that they were trying to get a lot of information out because you couldn't leave. It was no, a three hour movie you I couldn't mean, leave because they're just right. like, it is just lot. content drop over and over. And yeah. Over and but over. I have a question. I want to know why do we credit Oppenheimer where honestly I walked out of there thinking there was a character in there you would know his name but I don't uh, I can't remember his name but he was the tall and I think he was Hungarian I don't know any of their names I, I know but he's I, like I, an I literally actor call in all else. of them by their name like I, I was like Killian Murphy was talking to RDJ right. that's what <laughs> like, I'm saying you would know this guy because apparently my, I went with my 20 year old you're talking about the, the guy that was like trying to make the hydrogen bomb yeah the Hungarian nah, guy like they all they all looked I didn't see that they all looked at Oppenheimer he was the anyway one that I just brought it I, right I, he's the one that I felt like he he was the one that kind of had the whole different I like thing. I just kind of walked out of there going like, why does he get the credit? Because there was some, it was a, it was the number one, a huge team effort. And I, and to me, I felt like that guy actually had the biggest contribution that then unlocked the next parts. But that was it's my named takeaway. Oppenheimer and <laughs> my, my Killian Murphy love. I, I, like I, I didn't think he was guy. the strongest performance. Oh, did you? Yes. Really? Oh God. You he's thought so he was good. the strongest performance in that yes. film. I, I thought I, I don't, I didn't think RDJ was incredible until he started yelling at the end. Huh. I thought he was actually a little bit more muted, which like, I mean, his character's more muted, but like, yeah. I'm used to seeing him as Iron Man, who's not a muted character. Well, I thought he acted the most. You know what I mean? No. I thought that was the biggest for him Killian, because Killian's, he wasn't the sly, you know, like I, he plays the same think, role. I didn't think he this was. This was new for him. I kind of felt like they did the same thing with him that they did with Emily Blunt, like didn't give him a ton until the end. Okay. When, Interesting. So spoilers for the next 30 seconds. Like. So if you haven't seen the movie, you don't want to get spoiled. Next 30 seconds, just hit forward. Yeah. But like whenever you realize he's the bad guy, yeah. and it switches. Yeah. Like that's the moment where he finally gets to act. But that's two two hours and 40 minutes into the movie. Um, 
but like my my the part that I really loved yeah. about the end was the conniving between those two because like typically the Killian Murphy uh, the Oppenheimer character is like he's just a smart scientist he doesn't know how, he doesn't know how to do other stuff sure and he beats RDJ at his at his own game and I loved the RDJ this whole time knew that Oppenheimer couldn't he's too good in front of people mm. and. Uh, so he had to give him this private little not trial thing, this trial that's not right. a trial. And Killian just flipped it on him and he said, yeah. oh, you've been working in the shadows the whole time. I'm going to put these people out in front on your biggest public moment yeah. and take you out of the shadows. And so Oppenheimer still won in the public yeah, he did. without him being there. And he he sat in that private thing and took that entire lashing yeah. because of what Einstein told him. And just he he won. He, the fact that like you go back in that last hour and you realize that Oppenheimer knew he won the whole time yeah. because he had sent Rami Malek. Again, I don't know any of the real names. So I know. I don't know anybody's name. I know. He, he, right, yeah. right, 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 right. I was like, wow, the guy from Queen is here. And I, I was like, oh, Freddie Mercury. That, that's Papa from Stranger Things. <laughs> like, like, I, the whole movie, we're like, Papa said that. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. <laughs> but I, I just just love that and how, how he flipped everything. Um, Would you see it again? I, I'm going to watch it again at home with subtitles. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. But like, did you walk and, and out of there going like, this was everything I thought it was really everybody good. thought you I thought it was you really did. good. So like, is it your favorite Chris Nolan? No, Dark Knight still yeah, is. Uh, and uh, the Inside the Dreams one is second. Inception. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Inception. Yeah, Inception's uh, brilliant. The, I mean, that's a brilliant the film. The final thing. Yeah, the, the last thing about it was um, the Prometheus connection. Yeah, was but that's the name of the book. The best part of the movie. That's the name of yeah. the book, American Prometheus, which is brilliant. It's because like, you know, I, I don't think I remembered. I love Greek mythology. And I, and I, I listen to like I listen to myths and legends podcasts. It's a yeah. lot about Greek mythology and like other mythologies, too, from all over the world. And. So it's like I heard the Prometheus story at some point, but I didn't remember what it. But he really? brought the world fire. Yeah. Right? And like what? In the in the Greek myth, he brought the world fire, yeah. and fire was giving humans the ability to destroy themselves, yeah. and that was thousands of years ago, right? Yeah. And so it's brought up multiple times where he compares himself uh, now and become death, you know, um, and and like he brought this fire to the world, and like so I love that part of the movie because like going in, you're like, is this just going to be pro-American propaganda? Is it going to be sure. anti-American propaganda? Sure. Right? And it it was neither. It balanced both of them. It, it was historical. It, it showed that like. Uh, I, we were just watching Harry Potter uh, yesterday. We were watching the first one with, with my daughter and Ollivander. So this is the first first movie, first book, the, the guy that sells wands, right? He's talking about Voldemort. It's like he did great things. Mm -hmm. Terrible, but great, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was very similar in this Oppenheimer movie. It's like Oppenheimer did great things. He accomplished more than any scientist up to that moment and heck, maybe even now yeah. like has ever accomplished, right? He, he, he was in charge of this entire project great things terrible things but great right and like there was that balance of like this this was accomplished but should it have been like just like yeah. with prometheus right i just i thought that connection was just like, it was just so good to connect our brains to the story that we've heard that we know. about prometheus you know maybe um, you should listen to the book i think i will i think you should so let me ask you something do you think oppenheimer received grace like where do you think his soul. I mean, how do you carry that burden? You know what I mean? Like, that's all I could think uh, about when I walked out of there. Was like, how face. did he He's such a good actor. carry that for the rest of his I life? Know. I don't know. And like the, such it, a heavy... it, it was really cool watching people. Like one of the people's eyes who, so there was one guy at the beginning 
one of the scientists that was one of uh, Oppenheimer's friends uh, that like, it's like, I'm not coming yeah. to, to Los Alamos because like, I can't do it. Like yeah. bombs get dropped on the innocent and, and the, and the guilty all the same. And Oppenheimer convinces him to stay. Yeah. And seeing his face when the bomb is dropped in Trinity, uh, when the Trinity bombs dropped in Los Alamos, and then seeing his face when they find out that the bombs were dropped on Japan. And the numbers it just, that they did it, not expect. Yeah. And like, I'm like, that was the big thing. It's like, I don't even know. They, they, like, one of the questions that my wife and I had was like, did they even know about, like, they, they knew it was going to explode. They, were, they kept, like, they didn't address. What did they at, think was going to happen? Like, the, the radiation. Like, yeah. I don't think they. I don't know if they knew it because the movie the movie didn't tell me right yeah. because like sure they, they like they're just standing there ten miles away from atomic bomb. I want to know if any of them got sick. That was one of the other things I was that surprised I about. I Oppenheimer know, made it to old age. That's what I'm saying. Like, how sick did everybody in New Mexico get for right, real? Right. I mean, because obviously you know they talk about that all the time, but like how you know there's still radiation and yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, I, th- I came away with a lot of questions. I think what's great is it brought up conversation especially Mm -hmm. about something it is probably far enough that now we can start talking about it and we should be talking about it like okay this is a big deal thousands multi multi of thousands of lives were killed this day and after that day and we are responsible for that as americans it's it's heavy man i I didn't do anything (laughs) i'm not responsible crap (laughs) i'm not smart enough to do anything. i don't know it's kind of it's 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 intense Um, to think about i i thought it was just really well balanced like there there were like for any um any um view on atomic bombs any view on war that any view on government was represented in the movie. So sure. it's like, it, it was like, they there were rounded. Yeah. Like, so I, I felt like everybody kind of got to have their say. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, looking forward to watching it again right here on this TV. So anyway, that's our show. Uh, I'm Taylor Schroll. I'll be back next week. Who knows when Liv will be back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great seeing you. See you next year. Yeah, exactly. Bye everybody. See you in August. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll be back soon. See ya. Thank y'all for watching and listening today. We hope that you enjoyed the grand return of old Liv Harrison and the introduction of our new favorite segment, Texting with Jesus. <laughs> that was so much fun for me. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as we did. If you did, please hit subscribe wherever you're watching or listening, and we will see you very soon. Love you.